Hercules here, and welcome to the Spark Show, where we got comedy, news, and two forgettable digs. With Sparks, you've got tiny wrists. Pike hates French toast, and your children. And you, the Yo, what up, fucker? Subscribe now and become a committee member. Let's rock. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, Pike, how are you? Yeah. Hey. Hey. I'm good. Yeah? How you doing? Oh, yeah, great. well, good. Just fine. Yeah. That's good. It's good. What if we said other th- What if every time somebody said, how you doing, you said something that, like, oh, wait. wasn't just good? Yeah. What? I was going to say, morning, boys. Oh, good, good, morning, morning. Boys. good morning, boys. Good morning, boys. Good morning, boys. It's fun to say. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so fun to say. Oh, what a good way to start the show. Hey, Boot is here. Boot, yo. Yo, what up, Boot? Shout out to Boot. He says, yo. Good morning, boys. Come on, boys. Hey, look, we got a hell of a show for you today. Pull back the curtain. We're recording this one at night because all Viking boy over here. Dude, you should just be a pastor with your own church by now, with the amount of weddings that you are a going to be conducting. It's like, bro, I hope you got a fee going for you. Well, no, no, that's, that's probably why I keep doing them. It's because I don't, (laughs) I don't charge anything. This, this one, uh, it's a personal favor for a friend. I'm, I'm the officiant. I'm the reverend, you know, cause when I applied online to be a pastor, they give you the option. It's like, just check a box. Do you want to be a pastor or, a uh, father or a minister or a reverend. I'm like, hmm, what sounds the most ridiculous? So I went with the reverend. <laughs> reverend. Yeah. Like reverend. Dr. Martin Luther King, you are akin <laughs> to that man in terms of reverence. That's right. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. You know what? The rev. I'm going to fire it off right now. I'm doing it. Here we go. Jesus approves. Hey. Amen. I'm spreading the word. Yeah. Don't, you, don't doubt that my my service will have plenty of that man involved. Okay. Oh, I bet it won't. I'm sure. No, Do you say? I had to text. Yeah. What do they say? What do they? What's, it's, up to, it's up to them. Uh, I, yeah. He's like, you know, not over. You don't want to overly religious. But I think he meant more like he didn't want a full-on Catholic wedding like you're probably familiar with, which nobody hey, ever has said one time that, hey, that was a fantastic Catholic wedding. Oh, you haven't so, been to one of uh, my family's weddings because everyone always goes, oh, God, the mass was beautiful. It was just beautiful. Oh, yeah? Just oh, <laughs> gorgeous. And I was like. The perfect length. It was an hour and a half long. And my thighs are sweating. Can we speed this up, please? Get to the booze. Oh, no. Yeah, we uh we'll be more like in the fifteen minute kind of range. But nice. I did text someone like, hey man, because I was coming up with my script. I'm like, do you want some mentions of God or like none? He's like, mm-hmm. no, you can mention him, just don't like go into a whole thing. I'm like, okay. Because a lot of this Jesus the templates I find. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> Look, you can 
can mention him, okay? But don't like uh, the wedding's the day is not about him, okay? It's about us. So let's keep the spotlight over here, please. Thank you. Yeah. I like yeah, how you're no, like, no, got we are gathered here today with all our loved ones and friends and <coughs> God <coughs> yeah. gathered here in holy matrimony, not too holy matrimony. We are here to celebrate both Daniel and Melissa. Is that their name? Nailed it. Yeah, Thank both you. of them. Yep. I nailed it. It's not easy guessing both, but uh, no, I, I know what you mean, though, because Look, if they wanted a religious ceremony, they wouldn't have gone with Pike. Okay, they would have gone with... That's just it. You know? Just, yeah, exactly. Remedy Timothy is who they would have... I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So, I'll be... Uh, God will be a character on the show, but he won't... You know, the plot will not really include him. Yeah. He's basically Stan Lee in all the Marvel films. He just makes a quick cameo... <laughs> He's like driving a bus as he goes by. He's like, oh, I approve. And he drives away. You know, he's always complaining about, I don't know, some racket. Sit down back there, you kids. I'm trying to drive away from the nuclear explosion. Hey, Colin is here. Hey, what's happening to the committee chair himself? Colin is here as well. All right. Look, let's talk about today because we got a hell of a show we want to keep this one a little short i know pike is probably hungry he hasn't eaten he just got off work we're recording this one because pike is gonna go like we said officiate a wedding he is the guy to go to up in the great white north so let's talk about it pike today look i don't know what got into me today okay i sat down here maybe 20 minutes i was ruminating on this topic for about four hours today i had like four hours gifted to me oh. uh where i thought i was gonna do something and then all of a sudden no you don't have to do that i'll say okay oh, so no. ah it's the best that's the best feeling. i was like free plant so i went <laughs> i went to the rental property and i'm sitting there and i'm cutting with a miter saw i'm using a nail gun i'm staining stuff i'm doing man work and i was like uh i don't know I don't know, I was just sitting back here in the back of my brain. I got down to the keyboard here and I just started rattling off wisdom, my friend. So today we're going to be talking about investing from power. Holy shit. Talk about a man on a mountain. Wow. Wow. I don't even know what that is. Oh, it was. I'm telling you, this is some real shit. I was really happy with like, it's like, where's this all coming from? It's coming from a place of like, I got to pass this down. Like the committee is my child. And I'm sitting you on my knee and I'm like, listen here, motherfucker. Okay. I've been out in the real world and I'm going to tell you what it's like. <laughs> That's what it was like. So, uh, we're going to be going over that today. Plus I promised Pike, you, the committee, and especially the man named Hunter that we would get to the good today, the good enough. So we'll play the, I heard that good enough. Plus we'll recap the top five. I heard that's. That we have uh, recently, I don't know when we did, a couple days ago. So, I don't want to lollygag anymore. But first, Pike, before we can get anywhere, I have to. I, it's burning. It's burning right now. I got to ask you a question. Let me ask you this, Pike. Please. How often do you moisturize your legs? Uh, never, ever. Okay. Bro. Uh, but I did today. I This wedding, speaking of the wedding... I got like pretty burnt on Sunday. I think I mentioned that. 
And so my skin was starting to peel on my forehead. I'm like, oh shit, I can't be all scaly up there preaching the Lord's word. So I had to find some more moisturizer and I moisturized my face. Okay, but you've never moisturized your legs ever? Do men do that? Why would you, why they're not dry? Yeah, why would I are. need to do that? You got dry no, ass no. legs. You got to moisturize your legs, dude. Dude, I'm looking at them right now. They're just, they're like a normal. Scratch your ankle. Leg. Scratch your ankle. See if you're ashy. Scratch your ankle and see. And I know what you're saying. White guys don't get ashy. That's bullshit. You're just white and it blends in. Because I know I got to moisturize my ankles because uh, they get all dried out. No? No. No. The, you made them dry out by moisturizing. See, it's, <laughs> you're suck, falling for a big moisturizer and their evil plan. It's like chapstick. I've never used chapstick once and I've never needed to. Yeah, and there's people out there like going through a stick a day. Yeah, well, first of all, I've never known anyone who's gone through a stick, let alone a stick a day. But <laughs> I, normally they've always just been lost forever. But uh, you live up there in the bitter white north where the wind chill is negative. And I'm not joking because was, this was the temperature when I was there one day. Negative 60 degrees. And you're telling me your lips didn't get a bit parched out there. No, they've always been the same consistent lips you've ever seen. Got some pretty lips. I wouldn't say that, but they're you've got pretty consistent. lips. Yeah. Okay. You know what they are? They're tempered. You're like glass. You got that glass lips because you were born in it. You're like fucking Bane in that prison. I was born in it, you know, in fucking darkness. Those are your lips up in the cold. I go up in the cold and I'm like <laughs> bleeding. I'm like bleeding. And then people are like looking at me like I'm yeah, like a feral Ebola patient, like out in the wild, like, ah, like, you know, coming out of the orifices and you're just like supple. I don't like it. Well, you're jealous. That's Back true. to the moisture. So you're you're moisturizing every day, or how often Dude, do you do? This? It must be the Irish in me. It's got to be the Irish. We are just flaky, bad-skinned, decrepit, living yet rotting, decaying human okay. exoskeletons. Are, it's just uh, awful. <laughs> are you kidding me? Yes, of course I do. Moisturize my leg. You know how bad it is to put moisturizer in hairy legs. Ugh. Yeah, dude, how do you even go to bed? Stick into the sheets. <laughs> Gross. Kicky. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's awful. Every time I do it, I go, ah, oh, it's all up on the hair. It's like peanut butter and shag carpeting, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I'm finished. Finish. Hey, you oh. ever almost drown? Oh, let me ask you this. Have you ever almost drowned? <laughs> I love I love your questions. <laughs> I literally looked over at my glass of water and I thought, water. <laughs> hey.
your questions are always like the drunk old man at the bar. Like I close it. Hey, hey, you ever almost drowned? Everyone's like, oh, we got to get away from this one. <laughs> He's starting with a question. That means there's a story involved. Let's let's move on to this. this ta- hey, yeah. you got any tables available? Um. <clears throat> Oh, okay. I need that good laugh. That was a good laugh. Hey, you almost ever drowned? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think we've all almost drowned. I think if you're a human, it's like you got a one in a thousand chance of drowning. Like on a TV. You either either have drowned or you've almost drowned. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, my son almost drowned. Uh, I mean, I'm being very dramatic here, but my son. We went to the beach. We drove to L.A. This is before we moved. I was like, hey, let's go to L.A. Let's do one more beach trip, you know, before we before we move out of here. And so yeah. we go to where we're running a house on Newport Beach. Beautiful steps from the steps from the ocean pike. It was like what oh, wow. you exactly want. You know, it was like one of these things. And I'm like, hey, you're four. <laughs> let's see how good you can swim in the ocean. <laughs> what was I thinking? And then, oh my god! Yeah, and then he was doing really good. He was like doing really well. And we're shallow and everything. I was like, you know what? You're doing really great. Let's try boogie boarding now, right? Let's try this boogie boarding. So he goes oh out god. there, and of course, and I'm like with him. I'm not like abandoning him, sitting there, you know, eating pirate's booty on the shore. I'm in the water with him. I'm right next to him. He, a wave comes and he's laying down, you know, like a boogie board, you know, when you, you're sitting on it and he goes and I zing him. I give him a good zing. I'm like, yeah, you know, to catch the wave. And as he goes the wave, like surfers call it like over the falls, right? You go over the top of the, the top of the, uh, the wave and you crash down the wave comes over you. It's very scary. But again, keep in mind, we're like, maybe six to seven feet offshore. Okay. So it's not like super deep, but this was a big fucking wave (laughs) and he went under (laughs) and I lost him. I couldn't find my son for like, it was like, I got, I could, I said like, Oh shit. Like three times out loud. I was like, Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. You know, like it was that long, which felt like forever. And I'm like reaching in the water, looking for him. And I, find his body and I yank him up and he comes oh, up like wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like what did I do you know the whole I'm like oh. you okay and he's like that was crazy and I was like yeah that was we're going back up to the let's go get a towel you know like oh that's enough boogie boarding we're done I'm like yeah, oh, dude. yeah. Anyway, scariest. That's the scariest. Like I rather drown than go through that again. It was awful, terrifying. Well, wow, that's dramatic. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. What about now, you? You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've almost drowned. Uh, <laughs> one time. Uh, one time I ended up jumping into a. This was like spring. I think maybe I've told this story about my dog. Did I tell you that? No. So it's springtime. The snow is melting, and my dad, we lived out in the country where, like, on a highway, the ditches, it was, like, a really big ditch. So, it'd fill up with water because the snow was melting, but it was still, like, the water was almost freezing. 
So I'm throwing a tennis ball in for my dog to jump in the water. Dogs love swimming. Doesn't matter the temperature. Get the tennis ball, bring it back. Well, I throw one tennis ball in and the dog goes in to get it. And all of a sudden the dog starts like disappearing, going underwater. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck's going on? Dogs don't sink. <laughs> so I'm panicking. Yeah. Full, fully clothed. So I'm like, he's stuck or it was a she, she, she's stuck in like weeds or something. Oh, and no. so I just, I'm like, fuck, I got to go in, jump in this water, fully clothed. And it's freezing like hypothermia inducing water. And so I still like just with the adrenaline, that's start the shock, swimming. Though. But it's, I think they yeah. say it's like when you jump in freezing cold water, it's the, I, there's a word or saying or phrase for it. It's the gasp of air that you go, because <gasps> it's like shock breath yeah. or something like that, right? Did you jump in and go, <gasps> and that's when people drown in freezing water. When they do that, they oh, inhale yeah. water. Right. See, I've already almost drowned. This water made Titanic look like a fucking bathtub, okay? <laughs> This was freezing. <laughs> yeah. And so I start right. reaching around for this dog and I can't find her. But then I suddenly I start getting sucked underwater. A current is pulling me underwater. And like as I'm going under, I'm thinking, oh, that's what it is. Because there's a culvert <laughs> and the water's running under the culvert. Oh my God. Yeah. So I'm going under and in like a last effort, I reach up at the top of the culvert that's just like above the water line and grab onto it. So then I pull both my hands onto it and I'm holding on. It's sucking my whole body like under the culvert. So picture me laying parallel yeah. to the water. And if I let go, it's sucking me into this culvert. I don't know what's in there. What if there's like some sort of filtration, you know, strainer essentially that could let the water pass, but certainly you're, not a human yeah, body. You're blocked out, dude. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. Imagine. So I'm freaking out and I can't pull myself up because normally you can just do like a little pull up thing, but it's sucking my body under. Finally, after I, what feels like minutes, this old man drives, it's a gravel road, this truck pulls up. This old man looks out the window and he's just looking at me and I'm screaming help. Fucking help. And he just goes, you shouldn't be down there. Oh, what a oh, fucking I, I, old man I, thing to say. <laughs> Yeah. Does it look like I'm just casually taking a swim? <laughs> I'm screaming help. Uh, so he was, uh, it, it was apparent he was not going to be any help. So I, uh, I, and I don't know what happened, but I just found enough, like, you know, adrenaline to pull myself up. The old pull up then got up out of the water, got onto the, the concrete or on the, on the driveway. And I'm just like panting, obviously frozen. Also, I'm like, oh shit, the dog, the dog. probably dead. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, well, that's yikes. Uh, then I look over, and sure enough, standing on the driveway, dripping water, is the dog, who obviously went through the culvert, and there was no strainer, there was no death strainer. Ah, uh. so he, she got all the way underneath the driveway to the other side, swam out, and she's just fine. So it was an exciting few minutes. Yeah. Oh my god, how terrifying. What did your dad say? Was he like What the fuck you know did the you best, do that for? You know the best part, and I omitted this part from the story for time, but the reason I'm doing this is because it was after school and my dad had to go do something, go to town, and he was the type that would always like make you do shit. Like if he was leaving, he'd be like, Hey, get the bring the dog out and play with her. Yeah. So 
I, I walked outside as he was leaving, so it appeared like I was going to, but as soon as he drove away, I went back inside and just started sitting, sitting on the couch, probably just masturbating. And, oh, then the, and he was on to me, though, because the phone rang, and my dumbass go, doo, 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 oh, might be somebody from school, probably my friend calling. <laughs> I answer it, and he just goes, what are you doing inside? And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he, he knows what you're doing. Damn, yeah. He always knew. Yeah, damn it. What, dude, I'm playing checkers. He's playing chess. Uh, so he, oh. uh, I'm like, oh, I just came inside to go to the bathroom. He's like, yeah, get outside. So that's why I went out there. Then I, he gets home, and it's like, you're not going to believe what you made me just go through. So he was, I mean, <laughs> got a kick out of it. Oh, glad everyone was okay. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad you were okay, and I'm glad the dog was okay. Wow, what a story! Yeah. Woo-wee! I'm finished. <clears throat> Brutal. <sighs> All right. Well, let's get through this, man. Let's do this thing. We got a. a I don't know, man. Like I said, I was like a. It's like a wizard. All of a sudden, here I sat down. I started. All right, let's let's start some speaking here first you know share a little knowledge from experience and this can be applied to any type of investing okay and i wrote this down so i'm going to read my notes here because i was quite like what the hell am i talking about here but then i go back and i read i'm like you know what this is pretty cool investing from power so if if you're talking uh oh wait real quick if you don't know (laughs) this is a comedy finance podcast okay we're doing we we talk finances and uh, we like comedy. We don't take it too seriously. So if you haven't laughed already, I guess we're not doing our job. But we're at least going to touch on a little bit of finance stuff. Then we're definitely going to play the top five. I heard that's with the good, the good enoughs, the ones that were left on the cutting room floor. And you'll get to the whole I heard that here in a second. But first, follow this guy on all social media. It's at Pike Taylor Radio. On, uh, like I said, all social media, he's a good dude. Can do a chin-up even when you're pulling on his feet, apparently. Very strong upper body. I am at Sparks Radio. Horribly weak upper body. Oh, come on. Horribly weak. weak. Bad. You're nice. Real bad. <laughs> Real emaciated is a word that uh, I've been called before. Uh, so... Follow me on all social media. Neither one of us are financial advisors or financial professionals. We are just idiots on YouTube and a podcast and all that kind of stuff. So if you like idiots talking money and making jokes, hit the subscribe button, youtube.com slash sparks radio. Or if you could two other things, leave a review over there. Five stars on Apple podcasts helps us out stupid amounts. We really do appreciate it. And if you want to go above and beyond, tell a friend, text them this episode and be like yo listen to this pike almost drowned sparks is a wizard he's like a fucking gandalf with the beard talking about money which we're talking about today <laughs> investing from power pike this is so prevalent and i'm not talking it's going to be uh, uh uh prevalent um that's not that's not the word i was looking for i'm an idiot but sometimes you can yeah. capture a little bit of genius out of the sky and you just throw it down on the page and you can repeat it here. And that's what I think happened today with investing from power. And it's applicable to investing in the stock market, to investing in real estate, to investing in a business, whatever you want to do investing wise. I think this is important. Okay. So, okay. Investing from power. What do I mean by that? I mean, Pike always invest from a position of power. 
not because it's a trend. Don't invest because, oh, Dogecoin is really hot right now. I'm going to jump on the Doge train and do it and then call it investing. It's not investing. It's fun. It's cool. It's exciting to talk about. I guess you, it could be investing if you're dumping all your money into Dogecoin. I wouldn't call that a sound investment. But what do I know? I'm poor and in my parents' basement. So uh, never invest. Here's my my opinion on the whole thing. Never invest because it's a trend and never invest in something because you feel pressured to do so. So whether that's trying to time the market, feeling like you're going to miss out an opportunity, i.e. Dogecoin, Bitcoin, or uh, shorting a stock, whatever that kind of stuff. Oh, we got to get in on it. You've heard a lot of that like GameStop hype you know this past year that kind of stuff oh yeah if you if you're investing from a position where you feel like opportunity is going to pass you up it probably already has so that's not where you're going to be making money just keep that in the back of your mind you want to invest from a position okay. of power how do you get power pike what do you think power oh i don't know um a t takeover of species take over a country did you just you were about to say species take over yeah that was species. aggressive <laughs> yeah like if you're an alien of some kind yeah you got the whole fucking species to deal with <laughs> it's a good point but you can't uh as, as a human it's hard to do that because you can't like uh, okay i'm gonna take over the ants it's like i own the ants no you don't <laughs> shut up <laughs> So. Uh, great. Uh, you know what? I'm going to add that to my notes. Yep. Yeah. Own all the ants is in investing it from power. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I broke it down like this. This is how I did it. You got money, time, knowledge, patience, and practice. This is how you get power. Obviously, money is a way to get power. You've seen Scarface, right? Tell me you've seen the movie Scarface. No, don't. Why would you ask that? Why would you ask like that? You know I haven't seen that. Don't, okay. I don't get why people continue to be surprised after the hundredth <laughs> movie I haven't seen. It's always like a movie that it's in the lexicon of humanity at this point. Like I mean, it's, I understand. Yeah. Well, it's like I didn't see. We guys already talked about the Godfather. I hadn't seen that. So but why would I see Yeah, you got to see these movies because it's kind of like you've you've watched a baseball game before. You understand how those work, right? You'd be like, no, never seen a baseball game. Everyone would be like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> you've never, never even <laughs> caught one on TV? Never, no. never a baseball. I couldn't describe it to you. Yeah. <laughs> America's pastime. Yeah. You've had a cookie before, right, Pike? No. Why is everyone surprised when I say I've never <laughs> ate cookies in my entire life? Oh, uh, okay. The hundredth time. <laughs> or a surprise. Not, that's not the same. It's close. It's close. They talk about... No, be like... Sorry, go ahead. No, this would be more along the lines of like, hey, have you seen Starry Night by Van Gogh? And if you were like, no, that'd be the same. Okay, still, you should have seen that picture. It's one of the most famous paintings in the world. Yes, but it would be possible to have not seen it. Okay. Or at least so not remember like, which one that is. Sure. So Tony Montagna talking about, first you get the power, 
then you get the money. When you get the money, then you get the, I think he says either pussy or girl. I'm not sure what he says. Then you get the pussy or then you get the, then you get the girl. But first you need the power. You know, that's what he says. So this is like a Tony Montana first example of how to get power. It's money. Okay. And I'm not saying, oh yeah, real smart sparks. Don't you think I know that you need money for power? I'm not, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I, I understand that. You and I, neither one of us have money or power. But we do have the opportunity to save. And how do you get money is you save it. You don't spend it all. And you don't save it when times are bad. No, 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 no. That's when you spend it. You spend it when times are bad. And when times are good and you're making a bunch of money, you save that fucking money. Because money is made during bad times. During economic uncertainty, people are fucking cleaning up. You don't want to be the person going, ah, I got to save all my money because it's getting bad out here. Ah, you're looking around. No, 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 no. You want to be the opposite. You'd be like, all I see is deals, baby. Everything's half off. Boom, boom, boom. Because you've been saving the whole time. You know what I mean? That is power. Money, power. Your money's going to go farther once you save it and you spend it during shitty times, which... I don't know if you're aware of we're in some right now. So (laughs) there's a lot of people making a lot of money because they saved during the good old days, whenever those were. So that's what I'm talking about. Money Two, time. You don't need money to have time. And I think time is the most valuable resource that you can use to your advantage It's often the thing everybody else wants from you and the thing that you waste the most of. That's time. Right. It's the most valuable resource on planet Earth because you're only here once, according to me and the one and only Dollar Lama. I don't know if he believes in reincarnation. Maybe. I don't know. He definitely believes in recirculation. Okay. (laughs) All right. Time. Time. Those in power on this world, they always seem to be in the right time and right place. (laughs) The only thing is, thank you, Dollar Lama. It always does that on the first one. If I hit it again, it goes fine. Fucking Dollar Lama. You know what? He's taking his time. Burning one. Yeah. Yeah, burn one at the beginning of the show just so he's ready. I, do. I don't know why that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got to go through his warm-ups, you know? He's stretching. Yeah. <laughs> doing shoot around here before the game. Uh <laughs> but seriously, those who have power are always they always seem to be at the right time and right place. And that is not because of luck. That is because of design. Okay? So, you only get in a position of power by using time to your advantage. And I'm talking about planting the seeds of your investment now. So they pay off in years. Those who have no time are often in the position of zero power or authority. Think about it. Anybody who you can sit back and you can wait, they're the ones with all the power. If you're like, I need this done now. I need to have this done now. What are you going to do? You're going to end up spending a lot of fucking money to get that done, whatever it is. Or you're like, I got to I gotta do it now. You're not going to get the best deal. You're, you're, it's not going to be the best investment. For your cash, yeah. if you need it ASAP. 
Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So time. Well, that it makes uh, it, yes. It's a great reminder. It's the same thing as uh, finding a job. It's like, man, the best time to find a job is when you already have a job. You know, because when you're desperate, oh boy. Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah. So what you do Watch. is yeah, exactly. you got time on your side, you use it. So you know what they say is like plant the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. So start investing, start small. Doesn't matter how much, whatever you can muster up, but do it as early as you can because time is your like talk about leverage. That's the ultimate amount of leverage. Okay. I got two, three more. Knowledge. Mm-hmm. investing from power knowledge is power dude knowledge is power back in the day you used to only the few had the knowledge and they were the gatekeepers and they would have to let you in to the gatekeep into the to the knowledge bubble the circle of knowledge when they would teach you and you'd only be able to get it either via apprenticeship via passed down from your family or you had to pay a lot of fucking money for it. Like go to Harvard or school or get an MBA or learn about the market that, you know, from actually investing and wasting thousands of dollars. It, the, the barrier of entry for knowledge was fucking huge, costly, expensive. Not anymore. We've had a paradigm shift in knowledge. Revolutionized. You do not need a lot of money to gain knowledge. And when you gain knowledge, you have power. You have confidence. You have the ability to do things that others do not because you are aware that they exist. So when I'm talking about going on the internet, reading about your investment, I don't care if it's a particular stock. You love a company, read up on the company. All these companies, they release earning reports. They release uh, uh, calls, sh- shareholder calls. They release earnings. They they do all this stuff. There's public information on these companies because they're publicly traded. So learn about them. If it's real estate, fucking learn everything you can about real estate. I don't care if it's what type of real estate. I don't know if it's single family, commercial, mobile homes. You want to get into REITs. It doesn't matter. Pick your area. Learn everything you fucking can about it. It's all on the internet. You will become a more powerful, powerful person rather than just going, my cousin says it's a good investment, so I think I'll buy a condo. It's a bad investment. Your cousin wants to sell you a condo because he's broke. Dude, read. Read. Learn about it. That's power. That's knowledge. That, to me, is a operate. You're, you're investing from a position of power, okay? So if you're not richer than everyone else, become smarter than everyone else, and money will follow. No I got doubt. two more. Wow, okay. All right. Patience. That's power, dude. Nobody's got it. Nobody wants it. Because they all it's we're we're living in a world of what's happening right now. What's happening? I gotta find out what's going on. Oh, did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> Stupid. It was yesterday. Fucking whatever. Right? And you're moving on, you're like, ah oh, fuck. Patience. To okay. patience in the way of it's going to take time and real investments, building wealth takes time. Getting rich slowly takes time, but it's going to pay dividends because money quickly earned is always money quickly spent. If you're trying to create something that I'm doing, generational wealth, if 
you're trying to create generational wealth and you want to invest from a position of power, you have to have patience to see your investments pay off. It's not going to be an overnight thing, but that's why few people are wealthy and a lot of people are not. The more patient you are, the, the more you're able to learn from your mistakes, the more you're able to learn from the market, the more you're able to learn from trends, the more you're able to see how real estate plays out in specific markets and times, street by street, neighborhood by neighborhood. You can analyze deals. You can look at stock trends. You can, oh, hey, I remember three quarters ago, Elon Musk was talking about the solar roof problem and how he wants to revolutionize that. So I know that's in the pipeline. I know it's coming out because I was patient and I've been waiting and I've been reading. So, you know, uh, Warren Buffett has this great chart. It's baseball, something Pike has never seen before, along with no Scarface. idea what shape that is. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. It's uh, <laughs> the, the uh, strike zone. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. And I can't remember which hitter. It was his favorite baseball player when he was a kid. He talks about it in the documentary on, I think it's on HBO. It's called becoming Buffett or something like that. Okay. And it's hanging on his wall. And he's still got it. It's like, he's like, this is investing. This is how I became one of the richest people in the world. This right here, the strike zone. Because this favorite hitter, he's got the strike zone. And any ball in that strike zone is technically a strike. Right? It's like, oh man, yes. that's a good pitch. It's in the strike zone. Right. But they broke the strike zone up into little squares, quadrants. And... It goes from like blue to red and his favorite baseball player had like this, just this line of red blocks, this red quadrant going right across like a row of red blocks. And he goes, that's the sweet spot that yep. he goes, dude, my, my favorite baseball player. If the pitch came there, crush it every time he's waiting for, he's not just waiting for a strike. He's not just waiting for a good investment. He's not waiting for a thing. He's got patience. He's waiting for a great investment. He's waiting for the fucking home run. He's waiting to sit there and just every time, where's my pitch, baby? And he just would crush it every time. He goes, and that's what I did. I didn't just wait for a good pitch. I waited for the perfect pitch because I had time and I had patience and I had the capital sitting in my back pocket. And when I saw it, I fucking pounced on it like a lion. Now I'm ad-libbing here for Warren Buffett. He didn't say pounce on it like a lion, but that's patience and that's power. Okay. And I got one last okay. thing. And I, cause okay. I know I don't want to suck up all your time. I know it's late. I do have a, I know I, this is a little inside ball here, but I do have a meeting uh, following this. So just so you know. Okay. So I, what, this, what time's your meeting? Uh, as soon as we're done. <laughs> You're saying in one minute. Here's the is the meeting in one minute. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, but I, I'm kind of doing the meeting, so it's when I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is everyone needs patience. Everyone needs patience. Uh, they're gonna have to, yeah. Okay, all right. I'll speed it up. Last one is it's practice. Practice. Okay. I'm telling you, you can sit there and you can analyze and be patient and have all the money, but until you put it into practice, you're gonna sit there on the on the fucking sidelines. That's most people. 99% of people don't implement anything. So, again, right. I just made that up. But most people don't. They don't implement anything. So oh, It has to be accurate. Oh, you do, Everyone <clears throat> thinks of everything. It's just, but the difference between people is just, are you fucking doing it or not? Yeah. You know? And most Amen. likely, you're not. Yeah. No, absolutely not. 
All right, let's get to the uh, I heard that. We'll speed things along here. I heard that. I know we promised Hunter would do the good enough. So let's do it. <sighs> Anytime. It's time for the world famous I heard that. All right, here we go. Let's recap the top five I heard that's that we did recently. If you missed it, here's number five. Number five. Listen, kid, your nuts are in your stomach, and I'm going to shake them out. Number four. Here we go. Number four. You wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for my nads. <laughs> Number three. I heard that. Number three. He fucked me doggy. Brennan McDougal. Uh, all right. You know, that was like the crowd favorite, man. Number three. I was getting messages about number three. Really? Yeah. YouTube comments. Number three was the best. Number two. I heard that. Number two. I'm assaulting people in the parking lot. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> and your number one. I heard that according to me. Number one. Hey, that's a long road get... there through Iowa. You want to borrow my nephew? Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Here we go. Some okay. more of uh, the good enough. We only got a few here, so it's fine. Here we go. I want to be stuffed. <laughs> by my uncle alright so I thought <laughs> it was good but I laughed I ruined it no I, well, I was you're right it was good enough it was very good enough yeah here we go next one you want to screw my legs sure <laughs> okay <laughs> sure yeah hey, you want to screw my legs sure you want to screw my legs sure <laughs> alright next one here we go every inch buddy yours it's what i want i want every inch <laughs> yeah. ah. <clears throat> all right here's this one here we got to get a video of your dad bending over <laughs> <laughs> gotta have one <laughs> we got to get a video of your dad bending over ah. <laughs> I wasn't even like paying attention. I was like bending over myself. Yeah. <laughs> my poor father. All right, next one. You do use your mouth a lot. And I appreciate well, that. <laughs> all right, yeah. The framing was all <laughs> off. I took it when I was editing a clip. Uh, and then here's wow. the last one. The last good enough. Here it is. You don't need these three inches. Stick it in your mouth. All right, all right. there you go. There <laughs> There's the good enoughs. Uh, and that is it for the show. So hopefully you got something out of it. Hopefully you enjoy yourself. We have a, a bit of an announcement here at the end of the show. I don't mean to drop a bomb, but obviously we're pressed for time. Uh, <clears throat> oh, I'm go sorry. Ahead. We got we got a, we got we got six minutes to do this. So No. No, please. You you make the announcement. Go ahead, Pike. Take it away. Do you remember what, what you it is? Of, of course I remember what it is. <laughs> Why are we putting this on me? I am saying we have time to do. I don't mean to. I just no, no, no. You I'm not putting it on script. you. I've just been talking this whole fucking time. So okay, all yeah, right. Yeah. Well, great. Here, here's you want me to do it. If you're gonna be like, you don't want to do it. I'll do it. I don't care. No, I, I, great. I'd love to do it. I just want to make sure I get it right. So here's the announcement: <laughs> is that on the Spark Show? Listen, it's been a daily podcast for months now. Okay, every day, an hour. You've been spending with us, I assume, but. Going forward, the Spark Show goes from five days a week to 10. 
No. <laughs> Every day, <laughs> twice a day. <laughs> no. Uh, two yeah, a days. We're going to kill ourselves doing the show that you obviously don't listen to or watch. <laughs> That'd be yeah. great. We're going full tr- Truman show. Round the clock surveillance of us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'll just be honest. Let's just be poor investment tips and uh, flossing. (laughs) I don't know. Buy and sell high or whatever. I don't fucking care. Watch us in bed. No. Okay. So actually uh, the opposite. All right. We're going to go down to, uh, well, one day a week for this show, this specific show, right? Which will be high volume, just, you know fucking powerful banging episode and then also in addition to that five on friday stays okay so that's kind of its own existing thing obviously so we're gonna leave that so now you add those up that's two days a week two great episodes a week which let be honest is every other fucking podcast in the world it's not like we're not it's not like we're taking away Oh, they're not doing the show anymore. It's like, no, we're, we're doing it like everyone else is doing it because like Pike said, we want, we want quality. We want a high quality product. And I think we've been delivering those high quality products. Some are better than others. Some episodes were better than others, but, uh, it's a lot. It's a, it's a hell of a schedule to maintain, especially when, you know, we have lives outside of this. So we think that we can pack in a better show once a week than to just kind of string it along every day. Uh, but so we're still doing two, two fucking podcasts a week. I mean, that's still a lot, right? Yeah. A lot, yeah. Yeah. But we think the sweet spot is uh, with two. It's like softball. I love playing softball. I used to do one night a week. I'd show up 45 minutes early, stretch out, play catch, get excited. If I was playing softball five nights a week, I'd be showing up fucking late, you know, not caring at all. And we don't want that. No, we don't want that. Plus, we want the to hit whole dingers on Monday, Monday nights. <laughs> yeah, no, the whole reason we're doing this is so we don't need a job. Uh, hopefully, eventually, you know what I mean. We want to do this so we don't never. You know, if we want a job, we got a job. If we don't want a job, we don't. Want it. It's, it'd be nice to be like again operating from nice. a position of power. So <clears throat> yes, if we make uh, as much as Joe Joe Rogan, I'll do it. I'll do it twice a day. Okay, <laughs> we can re we can renegotiate them. Yeah. So, and plus the number one complaint, uh, aside from me yelling constantly on the show, the lack of hair I have, and uh, <laughs> by and large, uh, Pike's wardrobe, the number one complaint that we have on this show is is like, yeah, yeah, I can't, it's a good show. Yeah, I, I have to catch up. I haven't listened to all of them. It's just like. We, we know right. we've been bombarding you with fucking content to like disgusting amounts. So we're going to dial it back. I need to be reeled in. I'm an excitable man. Yep. Thank you, Pike. Yep. You Pike is and reeling it's me one in. Of your, it's one of the great things about you. It makes you you. Okay. I'm like a little fucking, you know, like one of these characters from the old Looney Tunes commercials. You can just wind me up and let me go. Okay. That's just who I am. Okay, and I only need to be wound up every so often before this old spring will break. So uh, it should create a lot of opportunities to to make the show better. The one yes, 
main episode we put out a week. And also we're going to be able to do a lot of different stuff. By the way, I'm rehabbing sparksradio.com. There's going to be articles up there uh, coming soon and all kinds of stuff. So we'll be focusing on, on all kinds of cool stuff aside from just the show. So thank you for the support. Shout out to the committee. If you want that, patreon.com slash sparks radio, sign up for the Patreon to get the five on Friday, the zero investment, all comedy. You ask five questions. We answer them every single Friday that goes up. It's a fun time. It's awesome. And only members of the special committee get that. So sign up over there. Patreon.com slash sparks radio. I just mailed out another sticker package. I call them stick packs. Would you call them sticky packs? I called them sticky packs earlier. I just made it up. Yeah. All of these go to the members of the special committee. If you're an elevated member, you get this one. If you're, Project Pay Him, you get both of those. And if you're a member of the special committee, you get all three plus all the bonus content. So sign up. Thank you so much. Shout out. Pike's got a band meeting. Go watch the new video. It's up. It's called Someone yes, Famous. And his band is called Low Standards. Call your radio stations. Request it live. Type it into <laughs> yes. YouTube. See the video. Share it on your socials. Get it out there. The man gets paid if you stream it on Spotify. I believe is how you pronounce it. So do it. Listen to it. Please. It's a banger. God, please. It's a Thank fucking you. banger, dude. Thank we you. got a new song coming out next week already. No way. The whole, yeah, dude, we're gonna we're pumping singles out. Left oh. and right. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right, well, uh, let's let this man get to his uh, band meeting there. He's got singles to pump out. I'm on social media, at Sparks Radio. That's Pike Taylor. Thanks so much for being here. Shout out to Boot. Shout out to Colin for watching this thing live. And... Uh, Look for the episode over there. The one episode. I think it'll be dropping Sunday nights, I think is when we're going to put it up. Sunday nights. So it's locked and loaded, ready for you Monday morning. All right? Perfect. Build Last it word. in your routine. Yeah. Until next time. It's over, motherfuckers. Now get out of here. <laughs>